Welcome to Estrepreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurs and leaders doing business and life God's way. Each week, we discuss biblical and practical tips to improve your mind, business, spirit, relationships, and finances. Listen along as I speak with special guests on how to thrive in all aspects of life. Hi, I'm Edna. Like many of you, I wear many hats. I'm a military wife, mother, author, certified John Maxwell business and executive coach, trainer, and founder of Favor and Wealth, where we help the good guys win. So tune in as we bring on the light. Well, hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another Entrepreneur Podcast episode where we highlight men and women of God who does business and life God's way. Today's today's episode is no exception because we have another phenomenal guest that I'm excited to bring to you guys all the way from Cavite, Philippines. Say say it right. Asa Cavite Philippines. And her name is Vivian Bigornia. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. Vivian <laughs> Bigornia. And she's going to tell us a little bit about who she is, her background, her journey. She is a founder of the Fulfilled Women. She's a speaker, mindset, and goal setting coach. And I'm excited to be able to welcome her and talk to us about what she does and uh, the type of impact she's making to women all around the world. So Vivian, tell us a little bit about you, your family, um, kind of your background and you know what exactly you do, like what do you help women do? Yeah, well, first of all, hello to all your listeners. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to be speaking with you, sharing my journey and, you know, having a chit chat about um, things that I probably have learned throughout the years that I'm doing business. So my name is Vivian and yes, I'm from the Philippines and I have two kids. I have a six year old and I have a three year old, both very adorable and lovely. And they are my source of joy and sometimes my source of stress too. If you're a mom, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they they bring joy to my life. And um, so um, I am I am a speaker. I'm a I'm a mindset coach, and I'm also the founder of the Fulfilled Women. The Fulfilled Women is a community of women who inspire each other, who encourage each other to go after their God given dreams. This started. Um, in 2016 when um a a year prior to that i was going through depression and you know um i am this is me (laughs) this is the real me that very sociable is always laughing very cheerful and um i'm always the one who would go after a stranger say hello do a chit chat that's the kind of person i am and then when i became a mom we were married my husband and i had been married for four years it was very happy because we had we had only been um, together for six months and then we got married. Wow. So when we got married, it was really those four years was really precious. And then I had a baby and things just changed radically from being like this and then being a stay-at-home mom. And then when she was born, I was breastfeeding 24-7 and, you know, um, it's different in the Philippines than in the U.S. It's really hard in here 
to to uh, not everything here is automatic. You do you do literally everything. So it was a pretty tough time for me not being able to go out and um, even just go to the grocery. I wasn't able to do that. I was just literally home inside the house <laughs> for the first year of um, of my raising a child, and then that really brought me down, brought me down to depression. And then towards the end of 2015, I told myself that I've had enough, that this is not the kind of life that I want to live. I had to be back to, to who I was. And so I started praying, Lord, please help me wake up excited again. And those were the exact prayers that I asked God, Lord, help me please be excited to wake up again and help me find my purpose. And then God made me realize, uh, this is very funny. Um, this is towards the end of 2015. I created a vision board in 2008. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote there um, as my mission to um, inspire women and youth to reach their full potential for God's glory. And that was 2008. And God reminded me of that, mm-hmm. of that mission, of that vision to, to help women, to inspire women. And so I started again to, you know, take courses online, to attend webinars, to, to read, to start writing also. And so that brought back the spark. And that's how the Fulfilled Women was born. I started to encourage and inspire women to, you know, get out of, of their self-doubt and get out of that um, helplessness and bring out who they really are. So is it a, a for-profit business? Is it a non-profit? Um, what, what type initially, of... Okay. Yeah. So initially it was just a community and then I started offering courses and then I started doing workshops and then I started... So last year, I, I started doing one-on-one coaching as well and then last year I... I had to do a little um, pivoting, if I may say, because, you know, one-on-one coaching could be a little bit expensive. So I did a subscription. I I went from one-on-one, one-on-one coaching to a membership site. So lower price, but I give them more support. And I think think it's one of the best decisions I made in business (laughs) Mm because I give them more support and I'm I'm more, I'm... I could give them more help and encouragement on a consistent basis. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I love that, that you, you know, I love how God reminds us of the dreams that he, or, or the assignments he's given you. And, um, you know, one of the things that I admire about people who not just dream, but actually take action towards that dream is I know I know a lot of times people think that something external has to happen or whatever, but really it's an innate thing. It's an internal thing. Like you have to make that decision to be like, no, I don't care what's going on around me. I don't care if it, everything in their natural says, don't, you know, it's, it doesn't make sense for you to do this. But if you honestly make an executive decision and be like, no, I'm committed to this decision this is what God told me to do. And you just say yes. And you really mean that yes. What you'll find is the Lord will orchestrate your footsteps and he will give you exactly what you need, you know, to 
make sure you progress and towards that goal. Now, when you first launched out your business um, and your community, how was it? Were you afraid? Like, how did you get, you know, did people like embrace it? Did they think like, what, what are you doing? Like, talk to us about that. Because I think a lot of times what you'll find is people with new visions or new assignments or new dreams, when they first start out, you know, it, it's it's taking you out of your comfort zone and not everybody always has a pretty, you know, beautiful flowers and, you know, <laughs> bees type of uh, journey. Talk to us a little bit about your journey when you first launched out and how did that look like? Did you have a lot of support? Did you, it was it mostly you um, supporting yourself or God or what? Talk to us about that. It was a scary, a very, very, very nerve wracking experience. Uh -huh. So I, I remember, um, I remember at, in, in that Facebook group, it started as a Facebook group. So I added 15 of my friends. Yeah. And, um, and I was just the one talking yeah. in that, um, in that group. And I just felt like, what is this? Like, what am I doing? I, I, it was massive, massive, massive self-doubt. And I remember also the first time that I created my course. So I, I had my, because my, my daughter, how old was she? Uh, I think she was about three years old mm -hmm. or two, two. She was two years old at that time. And we, we rented um, a room in a hotel so that we could film it. Um, in a nice background and all that, that all the noise. I had my parents come over to take care of my child. I had my my friend's husband to come over and help me film that oh, online good. course. So it it was um it it looked like that, and then that night I was crying. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like imposter syndrome so if our listeners don't know what imposter syndrome is um it's it's a feeling that mm -hmm. you know um on the surface everything looked okay but you know on the inside there's a self-doubt and you feel like i'm not who they think that i am and that's how i felt like when you're creating a course you you are like supposed to be like an expert and that's not that's not how i felt so I was really crying. I, I have a coach at that time. And so I messaged her and I told her, I want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and she gave me encouragement. And, you know, you, you started this one. And, you know, this is the vision that God had given you to support women, to find their passion and, you know, to, to reach their full potential. And if you're not going to do this, who will? You know, so if this is something that God ask you to do then do it because he's going to be with you and this was what five years ago uh, five five four years ago okay where's my math but yeah so so many years ago but um I still feel that way I still sometimes feel self-doubt I still feel like can I do this what am I doing will people listen to me and you know I just have to go back to why did I do this in the first place? I think that's so important. So important to find, to truly nail down your why. Mm -hmm. Why are you doing what you're doing? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So fast forward five years and so forth. Like how many women have you helped that you could think of um, um, help 
like how many students workshops have you interacted with? I, well, right now we have in the community across all social media platforms, we have around 10,000 women. Mm. So it's on Instagram, on emails, and yeah. I've had, I, I don't know how many workshops I've conducted over years and online. So yeah. there were, there were quite a lot. And I guess the, the best feeling in the world is really on a random day, getting a random message from a random person that I don't sometimes I don't even remember telling me that hey I've attended your workshop like two years ago or I've read your book I purchased your book and you know this has inspired me and all that that keeps me going that really fuels my desire to help more to just be out there and reach out to more people amazing amazing it's nice to see the fruits of your labor right the things that come to fruition and to see the impact like oh I was like wow I did do that like wow you know sometimes you you just keep going and you you, you don't even like at least for me when I first launched out like I I just did what I needed to do and I was so excited about it and I didn't even care who saw and who didn't I was just excited because I was like oh my gosh that's what I'm gonna do you know the Lord gave me a word and I'm gonna run it I'm going to run through it. And now you experience a lot of hurdles and challenges. And sometimes the enemy will try to discourage you and make you feel like it's vain. It's in vain. Like, does that make sense? Like, have you ever had those moments where it seems like, what am I doing this for? It's not really, you know, you're not seeing the fruits of it. How do you, how do you cope with that? Have you ever experienced that? Did you, or was it always like, there was always, you know, momentum and progress and beauty, or did you have any, times when it was just like you have it's like David how he encouraged himself and was like okay no you sold you will not you know you will keep going kind of thing like talk to us about that let's talk about those struggles did you have any struggles throughout your 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 um your journey and how did you overcome it to answer that question no I don't always have the momentum absolutely not (laughs) and yes I always struggle. There is always that. Oh, I told you, it's really massive, massive stuff. That I, I just remembered an instance before when I was starting out. So five years ago, I started a YouTube channel. Yeah. And I actually just, um, maybe three, three weeks, I've been consistently putting out content. Yeah. But I started that channel five years ago. So can yeah. you imagine just now I'm being consistent. So when I was starting out, so I'm putting out some content and I was blogging as well. And I was just crying one morning. I was just crying. What am, exactly what you said. I was like, I was like laughing when you were saying that. It's exactly how I felt. Like, what am I doing? No, no one is listening to me. No one is watching or no one is reading my blogs and not, not, so many people are interacting in a Facebook group that I created. So I just felt so down. And, you know, I remember praying, um, just, just help, Lord, help me help. Allow me to help one woman today, just one woman today, just one woman today. And that, and that helped me get up to just help one woman today. And then I remember, I remember sharing that like three years after I remember sharing that story in a workshop that I was doing. It was a, a, a seminar that I was doing. And then after I shared that story, one lady raised her hand 
and said, I think I am that woman. And I just started crying oh. in front of everybody. <laughs> oh, I love it. Like, and so she just shared her journey that, you know, I met you at the time that I was really so down and all that. And, you know, you, you helped me you helped me get up again and then you helped me realize my dream again. And, you know, I, I think really moments like that, I need to remember, I really need to remember moments like that. And to, to really remind me that what I'm doing, I, when, when you're in business, it's really about profit, right? Mm -hmm. But, but then um, if you're a child of God, you have to remember that as a business owner, you're, you are a vessel of, mm -hmm. you know, God's word and that you are helping, giving, giving, giving value, sharing God's word and sharing, um, sharing goodness to the world, creating impact. And so I, I had to keep myself reminded of that, that my purpose, the purpose of the fulfilled woman, the purpose of this community, of this business, really inspire and encourage women to stand up and to help them to manage <laughs> their self-doubt <laughs> because it's always there i mean we mm -hmm. can't really just kick it out to, to really manage it <laughs> yes absolutely and I, I you know i love everything you just said because i think um i think it's just natural especially when you're stepping out of your comfort zone and um you know i'm <laughs> I'm reminded because when I first started, it seemed like the only person I was liking my post was my mom. <laughs> and, I was, <laughs> and I was like, mom, just stop liking it. It's so embarrassing. It's obvious that you know me because it has like, you know, Nally, it has my mom's name, Sangel, which is my maiden name. And it says mother. <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> but, you know. And I remember, oh my gosh, and it's the craziest thing is, you know, Vivian, the Lord told me to document my journey. I don't have enough time to go over my testimony, but I had video journals of my journey when I first launched my business. And, um, and I remember I was so excited because I had a speaking engagement and six or seven, eight people showed up or something. And I was like, woohoo, I had eight people show up to my speaking engagement. And it was just like, you know, to see, you know, the, the, you know, the small beginnings and the Bible says, don't despise the small things, right? The small beginnings, because it's those small beginnings, I think, you know, like with David, if you think about it, David started in the field with a, you know, with the bear and the lion, I think it was the lion, right? The bear and the lion. And then it led up to Goliath where he beat Goliath and he started overcoming nations and battles. So I, for those of you guys who are listening, I mean, as you listen to Vivian and myself and just the stories we have of how, where we came from, and we're not exactly where, we're, where we need to go because obviously we're still on journey where we need to be right now, but we are progressing and it's enjoy that and laugh about it. I think sometimes we take ourselves so seriously and it's just like, you just have to laugh, you know, sometimes because it's, it's supposed to be a joyful time. Entrepreneurship, yes, it's hard, but you can make it enjoyable if you learn to laugh at yourself and just embrace those um, times. Although I have to say, like, there are a lot of times when I cried like you, Vivian, and it's just like, oh my goodness. And especially for me, you know, I, could, I have to talk about this because, you know, 
especially for those of you guys who are who have who are entrepreneurs and who recently became mothers okay or even they became mothers it is a game changer and you really will not it's just a whole different thing right it, you can't just take off for you know a week and do your workshops and travel like you have to stay at home you gotta take care of your kids and everything and it's 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 i went through that where i was kind of like what am i like oh no like just so bad but Vivian I used to tell my husband like my life is over like I was like, I was like I'm just gonna be a mom because I just don't have time to do anything you know I feel like no matter what I do like my daughter always needs me you know because she's only one and a half years old right and I was just like you know you get to chase your dreams and I'm here stuck at home the maid the cook you know all kinds of stuff and I remember for a little bit I started getting bitter you know I was like no I was like why do I have to why don't you stay at home and you know kind of do kind of thing <laughs> but um the point is we all had different seasons right and and you you've had your season of being a mom and everything and it, it, but I think everything starts in a home right it takes discipline it takes commitment and if you could be faithful with your first ministry which obviously at least for me I don't know about you it's in my family my family is my first and most important thing and then and then the next things comes you know the ministry and, and business and all the other stuff now um, tell us a little bit about you know how you incorporate biblical principles in your in your business um so because the community is mostly i i when i started out this is how it happened when i started out i was very open i was very open about sharing share my faith yeah. sharing about god and then with that with that first course that I created, so there are a lot of people who send me a message always and it, it has helped me and all that. And there was one particular person <laughs> who even blogged about it, that it was a great course and all that. But it was too um it was too godly. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> how she how she felt. Like um there were too many verses, it was too uh too much about God that she didn't like. And so, you know, when you're just starting out you're you are like a sponge and you're getting all the feedback and absorbing all the feedback that all the clients or all the people actually not just clients but you know people who are part of the community i was just absorbing it and so after that i started to slow down a little bit and I felt shy. I felt shy about sharing my faith and, mm. you know, um, being open about my faith. And then <laughs> it's so funny because another member <laughs> has voiced out her concern that um, I'm I'm not bringing God. <laughs> true story. This is a true story that she is, and she blogged about it too. <laughs> that you know um, um i'm more concerned about success or you know personal development that god is not in the picture any, anymore and so i'm like what what <laughs> but um you know that has hurt me because i'm like no God is my number one priority and God is part of my business and he owns my business. And so um, 
I, I took that to heart. And then years after that, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be open. I'm going to, I'm, I'm okay. I'm so during our coaching sessions, I, I am open to praying. I mean, I don't feel shy about praying because yeah. before I felt like, um, should I pray? Should I not pray? I, you know, I am thinking about what other people will think, but now like, I will pray. Let us give this this moment to God, and come on, let's all pray. <laughs> yeah, even we, there are different religions in different um, uh, in the group, yeah. and we are all okay. We are all okay because all of us they know that when they come into the group, this is not about religion. This is about focusing on God, focusing on Jesus. So doesn't matter what you believe in, but if you believe in the Bible, if you believe in Jesus well you're fine you're okay you're gonna enjoy you're gonna enjoy this um this community so now i'm more open and this yeah. is final <laughs> and uh -huh. this is final. <laughs> yeah you, you know uh gosh i can't tell you how many times um because especially here in the states i don't know about it is in the philippines but it's it's you know you never want to mix you know church with state or you never want to incorporate you know talk religion and um in places and i remember one time because you know i'm part of uh i'm not going to say well i'll just say i was part of the rotary club are you, do, are you familiar with rotary rotary club yeah 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 there's rotary club here. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so um i was asked to pray you know and you know because i knew I'm, I'm an ordained minister as well so i i, I that's part of my i was a license and so they asked me to pray for the this event and I at the end of it say like, in Jesus name amen you know I'm bold in Jesus name amen and I got like you know someone came up to me and said Edna you're not supposed to say you know Jesus because not everyone believes in Jesus you know kind of thing and you're supposed to say you know you know like it like you know you're vague like any god you know like it has to be like in your name or something like that like they they don't want us to say jesus you know and uh, at that time i was kind of like hmm so i had another opportunity to pray again and guess what i was like no in jesus name i pray amen and the guy kind of looked at me like i just told you don't say in jesus name you know kind of thing <laughs> But, you know, the Bible says if you honor him in front of men, he will honor you in front of the father. And if you're not ashamed with him in front of men, you're not. He's going to be ashamed with you about you for the father. And I think it takes a lot of courage, especially for us to really, you know, in, in, in our sectors, in the business and education, whatever it is, to be bold about our faith and bold about our beliefs. And I think that's what the enemy likes to do. Like he wants to silence us. He wants us not to be vocal about the power of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Father, because honestly, I don't think he wants God to get any glory whatsoever, you know? And um, I, I, I really believe we're in a season in a time where we really need to stick up for truth. We really need to stick up and be the light and not be ashamed of who we are because the days are getting dark. I mean, Vivian, can you agree? Like there are, it's the, the, the darkness is more vivid than ever. And people are seeing um, sin more openly 
and accepting sin more openly. And it's not to be religious, but I really think it's important that we need to speak truth because the society, I think I'm talking, you know, I expect the world to be the world. The world is going to be the world because that's all they know. But as a body of Christ, as a church, we are supposed to be different. We're not supposed to be of the world. We're supposed to be the light in a darkness, the salt of the earth, the city on the hill. So if our actions, our choices, the things, the way we interact, the way we talk, you know, if we are just looks like look like them, we're never going to transform, you know, the societies or the, in the areas and things like that. So to me, I think. I, I commend you, Vivian, because I think it's not easy to not care about your clients, you know, opinions about the way you do things. And I, I think it's now being more um, accepted, I guess. I, I think that kingdom entrepreneurs, what I call kingdom entrepreneurs or Christian believers who incorporate biblical principles in their business is becoming a little bit more common. When I first started a while back, it wasn't like I, it was unheard of for someone to talk scriptures, but I would speak in the conferences, you know, with oil and gas and engineers and things like that. I would have scriptures in the background or Shell, Exxon, you know, these big oil and gas companies were my audience and I didn't care. And people were surprised that they would let me speak, you know, and talk scriptures um, in front of, you know, a, a business setting, you know, not a church setting, a business setting. Um, but, you know, the sad part is this, Vivian, and let me tell, let me see if you can relate in the Philippines. You know, we teach a lot of spiritual stuff, you know, to believers, but a lot of believers are Christians as well. I mean, a lot of believers are business owners as well. How about incorporating business principles also within the church, right? Because I think yeah. a lot of people need to learn more about how to manage finances, how to manage your business, how to, you know, take care of yourself. I, I think the whole person, the whole woman versus just focusing on you know, one aspect, the spiritual aspect, because there's so many aspects to a person. Now, I know with you, Vivian, you focus on mindset. Now, yeah. you know, I can go on and on and on about the importance of mindset and how it makes a difference. But you know that the enemy loves to attack our minds, right? You know, the enemy yes. loves to, <laughs> you know, give you lies constantly. And there may be people out there who may be struggling with their mindset this very moment. Like they just, for some reason, can't turn it off, right? Turn off the voices. Like it's just bombarding them no matter how hard they try. I mean, and I've been there where I put worship songs on. I pray, I read the Bible. I, you know, say positive declarations. I do all these things. And it's just things like I'm being tormented day and night, you know, with this negativity and all these you know, accusations and just, like you said, self-doubt and everything. Can you give us some practical tips, just a few, on how to go about in in getting rid of that and, and how to counter that? Yeah, that is a very real. <laughs> I say real because it's something that I go through as well. And yeah. even until now, it's something that I still go through. The self-doubt seems to never disappear. So you have to really learn how to manage it. The things that you have said are, are the things that you can do as well. Like 
listening because what you input is um is what your brain is going to absorb and so you have you have to check what are you listening to because if there is if what you are listening to are things that um if you are replaying in your mind the things that other people have said that's gonna definitely put you down so how do you do that you change the pattern you have instead of that having your having that um statement replayed negative statement by your father or your best friend replay in your mind get your phone and listen to worship songs while you're washing the dishes or you're while you are back uh, uh, vacuum oh put on earphones <laughs> you know when <laughs> when when you are doing things in the house put on something in your ears so that you will not your mind will instead listen to the music listen to the sermon or listen to that whatever um seminar that you have on your ears then to replay those negative thoughts in your mind so what you can do is you sit down not when you're not when you're in in the self-doubt mode when you're on your normal mode you sit down and list down the things that could could help you so that would be one um for me listening to upbeat songs mm -hmm. my my daughter is um she she already knows brave by sarah Bareilles. um i want to see you be brave that's on repeat <laughs> on my phone because it makes me dance it makes it it changes it changes my state it changes yeah. my feelings it changes how i how i think so when you listen to upbeat songs you know it kind of makes you feel great mm -hmm. and then you can exercise when you i know this is weird the self-doubt and exercise how in the world <laughs> but when you exercise where is your focus you know you're not the thing is self-doubt comes from negative replay that's happening in your head yeah so what we want is to remove that in your head yeah so do something else and when you exercise you know it it brings up um uh it brings up your adrenaline and yes. it makes you it makes you feel different and you you realize that when you're at that peak moment you're not gonna go back to being depressed I, do you know anyone who has worked out for 30 minutes and then after that they feel depressed no <laughs> the energy goes up right? right and that's what we want we want our energy to go up so you sit down and list down the things that could help you get your energy up remove you from that state to to another state and then maybe um list down some quotes or verses that's going to help you to you know um remind yourself that you know you're a child of god and that there is something in you that you can share to the world things like that that um the whatever struggle that you're going through you can get over it you list that down and then when that moment when there is a moment in your life where you feel like i can't do this anymore i just want to give up on this you go back to that list mm -hmm. and do them one by one and see the miracle happen right before love your eyes it. love <laughs> it love it love it a few teasers for you guys listening on how to go about and doing that and, and I, I think sometimes you know and i and this is the key it's like you know 
sometimes we get over spiritually, you know, spiritual, over spiritualized things that there are also practical things that we can do, you know, to help ourselves um, based on, you know, God's word as well. So thank you for sharing that. Now, can you tell me what your personal mantra is? Like what would, what, what is that one saying that you live by? Oh, one saying, but well, in the morning or sometimes when um, I just feel my 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 head is out of control or my mindset is out of control, just remind myself that I am grateful, I I'm I'm joyful, I'm grateful, and I'm blessed. Today yeah. is going to be an amazing day because mm -hmm. I have to remind myself to be happy. I have to remind myself to be. Um, to be grateful because I am still alive. I have to remind myself that I am blessed. There are so many things around me that I have to be really thankful for and I just have to open my eyes. And because of those things, I know that today is going to be an amazing day so that I am joyful, grateful, and blessed. Today is going to be an amazing day. I'm joyful, I'm grateful, I'm blessed. Today is going to be amazing, an amazing day. That's yeah. beautiful. There's, and I, I th it's all about perspective, folks. It's all about perspective because you could look at your situation and think it's the end of the world where other people would want to be in your situation because there's, you know, is in a worse situation. It's just be learning to be content. The scriptures talks about that all the time is being content and rejoicing in everything and just being able to you know, embrace where you're at and, you know, yeah, you could desire for more, but don't get to the point where you're bitter and angry and jealous, you know, about other people um, at success, but just, you know, be content, you know, pray for more, do strive for more, but learn how to be content as well and, and be grateful for the present day and do not worry about tomorrow because the Bible says what? you know, you have enough worries for today, which we know is real, right? So let's not stress ourselves out over that. Now, can you tell me, you know, what would be that one thing that you did that you feel changed the growth trajectory of your business? I think, you know, it's really going back to why I'm doing this business. It's really something that I go back to because when when you are starting in business um you know the passion is there and then you realize that you have to make money <laughs> because this is a business you know this is not charity this is not a ministry because you have to pay taxes you have to you know there are obligations that you have to pay as a business owner and so you kind of focus on profit and then you forget that oh hey <laughs> I started the business because my passion was to to help women and so really it's it's really a balance but getting myself reminded getting myself reminded of why i'm doing what i'm doing and every time i remember the words the messages the emails that i receive those people that come up to me after a workshop they come to me and tell me how how they felt so inspired how they thought they couldn't do it and after that they felt like you know I think I can do this and I will do this I seeing them over the years grow in in their business in what they're doing it it fuels me and helps me to to really stand and so 
really going back to the why, really going back to um, the reason, the reason why I got started. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that that's really the, if, if you ask any successful person um, who've accomplished a lot and who've done, who've stayed humble and continue to, because there are some people who, who get, let their egos get big because of their successes, you know, um, but if, if you truly want the, let's just say this for, for a Christian business owner, for someone who's supposed to have, you know, the character of God and everything, it's remembering, you know, why, why you were called to do that. You know, what is it that God has called you to do? And a lot of times it is attained to your why, because, um, at least for me, what I found is most of the people that I know that have such a passion for their business and what they're doing, a lot of the businesses came from their battles, like the things that they've experienced and they've overcame. And now that they're on the other side, they're paving a way for the people who are behind and who are in the same path as them. And it's a beautiful thing. I mean, that's how I you know, the programs that got, that, that got mine is battle to booming. I take your battle and turn it to a booming business, you know, a battle to booming. And it's it, the, the strategies that, and everything that I teach to my clients and my workshops and my speaking engagements came from my darkest hours, came from those battles that I faced, you know, with just me and God, <laughs> you know, unfortunately it was just me and God. And I had to learn how to thrive in the midst of, of, of challenges. And, uh, and it's, it's, and I think that makes it more powerful because yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, you could make profit and have the fancy cars and the fancy houses and then the great lifestyle. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, like that stuff gets old too. You know, <laughs> if you can only buy so many cars and buy so many houses and buy all those things, but where's your soul? Like, where, what are you doing? What is, where's your legacy? You know, you know, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've met people, um, in the marketplace and business sector who, you know, yeah, they have all the successes in the world, but their kids don't care. You know, their, 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 their children don't care that they have all the money. They wanted their parents there. They wanted their dad around to be at their baseball game you know they wanted a relationship with their mom and things like that so having that balance um you know to i i think it's not it's like a blend more than a balance yeah. because you kind of have to incorporate your family in your business you kind of have to incorporate your purpose in your business you can't really like like ministry business family all that stuff it's like kind of lumped together, you know, in a yeah. sense, because it, it takes all of it working together for the syncrasy to happen and to produce the greater results. Um, so if people are interested in connecting with you and learning more about what you do or um, being part of your subscription, pro your mentoring program and such, what would be the best way to get a hold of you? Yes, yeah, so you can follow us on our Facebook page is The Fulfilled Women. So that's our Facebook page. And also, our you can find me on YouTube, The Fulfilled Women also. 
and also on Instagram. <laughs> so it's that the fulfilled women. The fulfilled. <laughs> and then if you want to be part of the community, the fulfilled women community, that's the Facebook group where you can find us there. Love it, love it, love it. The fulfilled women. What um at this time let me go ahead and take a few minutes to just pray for the fulfilled women, you know, those yeah. um I have a heart for women as well because um I don't know, it's just women they're strong, I have to say this. All the things that they they have to, you know, I don't think men really understand how strong women is um, with, you know, with all the responsibilities that they have and just still having a heart for all of them. So let's go ahead and close in prayer. So Father God, we just thank you so much for just for an opportunity to listen to Vivian's story, Lord, and the things you're doing through her. Thank you, Lord God, for her obedience, for her trust in you, for her faith in you, for believing your word over her flesh, over the lies of the enemy, over anything that may have tried to stop her, Lord, from pursuing her assignment. And I just thank you, Lord God, for the impact she has made, Lord God, to women all over the world, Father. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for my sisters and my brothers who are listening, Lord, to this podcast episode right now, God, who may feel half empty, who may not feel the completeness, the wholeness that you desire them to be, Lord, that you want them to have, you know, the finances, you want them to have the family, you want them to have the peace of mind, you want them to have the health, you want them to have the joy and the comfort, you want them to have fun, Father, you want them to enjoy the fruits of their labor, God, and Lord, I just pray, oh God, that their eyes will open and their ears will hear and 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 and, they're, and, and they're, that they will see, Lord God, what it is that you have in store for them, Lord God, that all they have to ask you, God, and to just reach out to you, God, because you will be the one to ordain their footsteps, oh God, that you will lead them, direct them, guide them, and help them, Lord, to be the, um, the men and women that you've called them to be, Father God. And I just pray, oh Lord, that you just silence the voices, silence the the, the the spirits of God that has come to torment their mind, oh God, torment their souls, oh God, and just just tell them, Lord God, that it it, it that that it it's not over, Father. <laughs> that with you there is always another chance, there's always another door, there's always another opportunity, there's always another way, God, because you are faithful, you are just. You want to heal them. You want to deliver them, God. You want to give them complete wholeness. You want to restore the years that the locusts and the canker worms have stolen from them, oh God. You want them, Lord, to see from your perspective, Father. Lord God, I pray that you raise them up, oh God, to the mighty men of valor, oh God, the virtuous women that you have called them to be, oh God, that they will rise and shine this hour, oh God, that they will not cower down, oh God, or hide behind closed doors, oh God, but they will let the glory be released in them and through them, oh God, so that the world, oh God, will see that we serve the one true King, oh God, that we will be, Lord God, God, a transformational church that you have called us to be, oh God, to shake nations, oh God, to raise up those, oh God, who will lead societies and nations and governments and schools and educations and, and, and areas of influence, oh God, to, to the knowledge of you, oh God, and just to, to be, Lord God, your hands and feet, oh God, 
doing great and mighty exploits for your kingdom, Father Lord. We just thank you. We magnify you, God. We worship you today. And we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing this hour, oh God. And we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. And we just say thank you, Lord, that this is the day that you have made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord, that we're grateful. We're blessed, oh God. Lord God, and today is going to be an amazing day. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for that. Amen. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As usual, it went by quick, and I pray that this encouraged you today. And, you know, um, feel free to reach out to Vivian. Her contact information is going to be in the description um, below. And um, it's just, I'm just excited to meet you and see that you're doing amazing things for his work, for his, for his glory, for his work, for his kingdom. And I know that you're going to continue to thrive. And I look forward to hearing more testimonies about, you know, the impact that you've made and even the people that you trained that they have made. And I know it's just going to be an amazing thing. So for those of you guys who are watching and for those of you guys who are listening in, thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Estrepreneur Podcast. Join us next time where I highlight a man or woman of God that does business and life his way. Until next time, keep shining. Thanks for joining us this week on Estrepreneur. Make sure to visit our website, favorandwealth.com, for more information on our services. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. Also, check out my book, The Ugly Side of Sales, available on Amazon, where I share seven of my secrets on how to win and grow business the right way. Until next time, keep shining. Keep shining.